and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. We're glad you're with us on this day with uh, a few fun things on the docket here. Um, and I, I don't think we need to go 20 minutes on vaccines and stuff because, mm-hmm. you know, the news each day becomes more obvious. And it always ends with if you're not vaccinated, you're an idiot, but get vaccinated. Okay, you'll be an ex-idiot if you get vaccinated. Right, because it's never you, too late. Right. And if uh, you are vaccinated twice or once Johnson & Johnson and you haven't gotten a third shot, you can call it a third shot, you can call it a three-pointer, you can call it a booster, call it what you want. You need to get that because it's rather clear that two is good, three is better. There's no question about it. Stop arguing about it. That, that that's it. It's a, no question there, and that's all. There's just no conflicting evidence to the truth of that. It's just that's it. Yeah. What do you want? What the hell more do you want? And I know you want your freedom. I understand that. I know now. The problem is, Brit, and you have to think about this. Um, scientifically i'm thinking about it scientifically because we have so many people who are still doing the research on the vaccine on the first and or second shot now they're gonna have to do more research into the third shot that they haven't gotten yet that they won't be getting unless they get the first and or second which they're still researching that's the problem, right? There's just too much damn research that needs to be done before these smarter people than you or, or me because they just don't follow the crowd. They, they're they not lemmings. They don't just walk off the cliff, right? I, had Where a, the research? More I, research. Had this, uh, I have this conversation with somebody who is about the, um, about the same age as your oldest child, and uh, they have been studying online for biology and stuff, what they'd really like to be is a medical examiner. It's what they want to be. That's, that's, and that's something they want to be since they were a kid. They're studying toward that. Uh, yet they uh, don't have any plans to take shot number one. So I said to them, you need to quit whatever school it is that you're going to online because clearly you just don't believe in medicine or science. You don't have any belief in it or any faith in it or any inkling that it exists or have any. So just forget it. Just throw that out the window and you, you might as well be a clerk at a convenience store because for all, all of the shit that you're going through to study science, for you not to take that shot is just stupid as hell. Sorry, but that's how I feel. Now, if you're going to be the uh, the county medical exam, the city medical exam, you have to be a doctor. You have to have an MD after you. There's something going on there. Yeah, there's something right. happening there. So uh, that's a great thing that you brought up, and, and here's why. And I know that this won't be on the medical school application you might be filling out right now if you've taken the MCATs, which is the uh, – SAT or the LSAT for, for, for medical school. But at a certain point, you do have to fill out some kind of thing. And I know they don't have the question on there. Have you been vaccinated? Do you even believe in vaccinations? <laughs> and would a medical school be allowed to, to even ask that question? I mean, it, 
you you just opened about 300 cans of worms there. Well, again, inadvertently if, because I, I, I think if you go to a school of arts and sciences and say, I would like to be in your I would like to get a biology degree from your school. <laughs> that should be on the, on the list of things. In order to be admitted to our school of science, you have to say, why why haven't you gotten a shot? Well, no. I, eh, no. huh, eh, huh. you don't, you have to believe in science to study science. I don't think, oh, that, sure. is that controversial? Oh, yeah. I- <laughs> yeah, 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 Mr. Heavy-Handed, Mr. Brilliant, Mr. Uh, how many degrees <laughs> in your back pocket do you have? Lecturing to, to everyone. Hey, I got, I got a question. Is there any way you can get in touch with Robert with uh, with uh, with Strom Thurmond? Is there any way? I, I think I, I think I just saw him. Yeah, I'd be able to get in touch with him. I think. What, what's what's going on? Well, um, they melted down the old Robert E. Lee statue. Oh it, no! It's not just gone, but they are going to melt. Well, they haven't melted it down yet. But city council in Charlottesville on Tuesday voted to donate the statue, and this is the this is why we need Strom. Ready? Okay. Because the melted down remnants of the statue are going to an African American heritage center that will, after it's melted, turn the stuff, whatever it is when you melt down metal like that. What is it? Molten something, into a new piece of public art. So. Robert E. Lee will become a, a, a trans statue something else kind of thing. <laughs> trans <Yeah>. lives matter. <laughs> uh, trans statues lives matter. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> the vote was four to nothing. They, they argued over this, of course, for years. They argued over getting rid of the statues for, for probably decades. Um and they didn't vote until four years ago to finally get rid of the statue. And then remember how long it stayed until they finally got rid of it. Right. It took a long time. Uh, so uh, <laughs> there were bids that were uh, given to the city. Uh, somebody wanted to get the remnants of the Lee statue and uh, the Stonewall Jackson statue and uh, hauled off. And uh, God knows what else they wanted to turn it into. Um, but, this is this is the uh, this is the choice that they have made, and, and of course, uh, 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 is Strom there? Can we get him? A machine on. It is a machine on. Testing one two one two. A machine on. Did you hear what we were just uh, talking about a moment ago, Strom? I heard you talking about a great Raleigh Lee, who was a very good friend of mine, of and apparently a statue honoring his service to First States of America. It's right. going to be melted down, and they're going to have coins with Harriet Tubman's face on distributed to people across all over the great Commonwealth of Virginia. Right. I find uh, this to be exceptionally uh, 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 insulting and offensive right. to those of, of us who are alive during a period of time know what a great leader General Lee was. It's a terrible thing, and I condemn this action by the people of Commonwealth of Virginia. All right. Oh, that, I'm, I'm glad you're on the record. Hey, by the way, I have to ask, have you been vaccinated? I, I was vaccinated with a Victrola needle, and now I'm hooked on rock and roll. <laughs> but but not not for the, the coronavirus. Have you heard of that? Yes, I did, get, I did get vaccinated and boosted for the coronavirus. Sean Thurman may be a racist bigot, but he's not an idiot. 
By the way, did you see that production of Annie the other night? Uh, I I saw the promotional announcements for it. Uh, uh, I saw that Harry Connick Jr. played uh, Daddy Warbucks. He he had that bald look. Uh, very smart. Very smart on him. Good I do appreciate guy. them still keeping a white plantation on it, but that Taraji P. Hansen, she's something, ain't she? Right. Man. Oh, very talented. Very would good. You, would you happen to have a phone number or some sort of contact for Taraji P. Hansen? Probably a little young for you. I don't know about that. Everybody's a little young for you when you think about it. Everybody. Well, that's right. We got to put the age ain't number number. Yeah. 1865, just number. 1957, yeah. just number. These are all just hey, numbers. But, you know, when I think about it, you have always thought that black lives mattered, haven't you? I have. I You've have. honored it. Well, especially the female black lives. They matter a little bit more than the other ones do, for sure. The one, again, if you are, I'm, I'm trying to keep up with the times. If you are a cisgendered, heterosexual, female black person, your life matters, Sean J. Thoyman, Right. more than anything in this world. Right. Especially if okay. you are Taraji P. Henson. Settle down. You, you, you need to settle down. All right. And anything else uh, we need to go over before we, we uh, let you go back to, to sleep for a, a few more months? <laughs> Just more. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, Strong J. Thorne, once again, want just reaffirm, Brad and Britt, you are credit to community. Yes, we are. Strom Thurmond, uh, with, a, with, a, with a brief but, of course, impactful Man. appearance on the Brad and Britt cast. It feels like he's trying to get you to sign up for Peacock, because I think you can watch Annie on there. I'm not, I'm not sure. At least get your 30 yeah. days. Get that free trial. Moved over there after. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, here's this is a okay. You want a crisis on that? Here's a oh, crisis. No. Oh, no. Um, but I guess 27 days ago, uh, I re upped and 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 got back into Disney Plus, okay, so I could watch the Beatles thing, okay? Yeah, it was you know a week or so before it, it came on, and uh, you know, they had a they had a come on deal. Two ninety nine for the month, right? So right. okay, I'll two two ninety nine. I'm there. So I did it. Now here we are, the weekend before my two ninety nine blows up, and then it, of course goes to eight bucks. Yeah, and you know I'm going to have to hang in for at least another month. So now now I'm at eleven dollars to watch the Beatles thing. I'm eleven bucks. Would you like to know my shame? I would like to tell you my shame. Yeah. I have decided. Uh, at the end of at the end of November, I one of my favorite TV shows of all time is called Red Zone from the NFL Network. It only comes on on Sunday, and it, right. they have all of the games. And they're, they're right. I know it. I, you know, I was watching you know it, it well. the other day. Absolutely. So, yeah. I in order to get it, I had to sign up for Sling TV, but they had a, really? a promotional thing. Essentially, I signed up for a month, four Sundays of NFL Red Zone for. $20. So I have it for another oh, couple of weeks. Yeah. A lot of money. That's it is. For I, stuff for I, that. I mean, I can watch other stuff too in between, but really the only reason that I got the damn thing is to treat myself for the holidays to watch a few weeks of the red zone. Cause it turns out my team isn't doing all that well. They may have yeah, peaked whatever. Thanksgiving night. Hey, no, there's no judgment zone on, on that. Kind of stuff. <laughs> when you break it down into like four Sundays, it's only five bucks yeah. a pop. And you know, uh, so I think we're all, we're good on that. We're doing all right. Yeah, that's a, that's uh, 
that's just fine. That's just fine. Um, hey, we got a couple of different polls in the news, and we try not to react to every poll that gets publicly released. We try not to, but sometimes if they're outliers and they catch our attention, we, we go with them. Um, poll number one, uh, this is taken uh, fairly, fairly, okay? Uh, Wall Street Journal, uh, Republicans with huge gains from Hispanic voters. A generic congressional ballot now has the Hispanics moving 30 points towards Republicans. And uh, in a Donald Trump-Joe Biden rematch, it's about a dead heat. And as you know, Democrats have always had a much larger share of Hispanic voters. In the last election, one of the reasons that the Republicans almost took the House... And I think one of the uh, lefty media bias things, and we can point these out, we can be fair about this, it is lefty media bias and wishful thinking to label Donald Trump as a loser, not just because he got beat in the presidential election, but you hear this phrase always, ready? And he lost the Senate, and he lost the House, okay? Now, yes, the Senate went 50-50, Democratic by a nose because of Kamala Harris's nose, because Trump was an idiot and blew it in Georgia for the two Republicans. That that is directly attributable to Donald Trump. That one is, for sure. Right. But in the House, the Democrats did terribly. They lost a lot of seats, and they came close to losing the House. And as you know, it's the trend that matters. And the trend in 2020 was Republicans picking up seats, a lot of them. I don't know the exact number. Mm -hmm. And that was before the gerrymander that is going to be in place next November. Correct. And South Florida would be the epicenter for the shift where a couple of Democratic Congress people lost their seats in liberal Miami-Dade County to what I consider to be the demagoguery of Republicans. But mm. we're not judging the, uh, you know, the quality here. We're, we're judging the quantity. And the setup for Democrats is not good in 2022. And, of course, there are a 100 things that could happen that could change that, um, including that the economy uh, improves even more than it has, and somehow the Democrats are actually able to get the fucking message out, um, and things like that. There are there are some possibilities. <laughs> A little frustration um, there, right? But this poll, this poll, is worth noting because it could be. Um, a more national example of what may have been brewing down there in South Florida. 
that's all I have to say about that particular well, poll. And this yeah. is generally this is generally where you pipe up and go, it's time for us to stop referring to Hispanic voters as some sort of monolithic thing. There's a huge it, well, difference between there's there's a huge there's a big difference between a third generation American of Cuban descent in South Florida and a third generation uh, American of Guatemalan descent in suburban Chicago and right. a first generation American of Mexican descent in West Texas. So right. the Hispanic. So, yeah, it's yeah. But 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 a poll like this does not discriminate. It no. just brings up the whole big number. So it obviously includes all of those groups. So my my. Uh, uh, previous criticism would never apply in such a massive movement if in fact it's real and we don't know that it's real we'd have to see supporting polls right. but it's it's worth paying attention to poll number two poll number two young democrats more likely to despise the other party axios college students who would uh, not go out on a date with someone who's a Republican. 71% of college students who are Democrats say, I ain't going out with some Republican college student. Um, and that's a lot. Only 31% of Republicans say they wouldn't go out with a Democratic college student. 30% <clears throat> um, of Democrats wouldn't work for someone who voted differently from them. But I guess 70% would. Okay, that's not bad. Um, 76% of women would work for someone who voted for the other candidate versus 86% of men. So that probably includes older people besides just college students. But I guess the bottom line is dating someone versus working for them is different. It, mm -hmm. it is not the same. You don't have to love your boss's political views. You don't have to discuss them with him necessarily. You can be you and the other side of things and, and, and work with them. But... Uh, if you want to take that and use that as well, that's just proof that the country is uh, divided against itself. Um, I, I, I can't say right now that I have any overt Republican friends, that I have any overt right winger friends. Got none. How about you? Yeah, I've got a few and, and I'm shared DNA with a few. So, yeah, there's there's that. Um, and I, this seems like an easy salve to people who are like, well, you know, those Republicans are pretty intolerant and they can just wait, 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 what about this poll here? Which, I, I yeah. again, I, I don't see an equivalence and I think that's ridiculous, but that's fine. If well, and, and obviously it's not equivalent because, you know, Republicans suck way more. So if you are a Democrat, you have every right to not want to be near these people because they may be anti-vaxxers. They may be Trumpers. They may think that Joe Biden is not the president. Right. And they, they may think that transgender Muslim and uh, anyone who is the other should be run out of the country. So that might be a good reason to not want to date them. So I'm up with that. I'm down with that. But this they, they, again, they may think. They may think that if your father rapes you, you need to carry the child. It's a term, right? I don't want to date you if you think that. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to date you if that one side. You, one side. Uh, one side bitches when they lose an election. One side overruns the capital and tries yes. to murder people. So there's, yeah, there's I mean, again, there's yeah. no, to me, yeah. it's like, this is, yeah. this is what about ism and equivalence and fair and balanced. And this will be brought up at your Christmas giving at your Christmas dinners and stuff. Well, the post said that they wouldn't even date somebody. By the way, this has been true of Republicans for 40 years. So, you know, now that the Democrats are catching up, congratulations. I'm happy for you. God damn it. I mean, seriously, this is not like an equivalence. Equivalency thing at all. It can't be. 
I think, Britt, you should bring that to your family's Christmas dinner. Okay. He goes, I went to when 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 the Democrats were doing their uh, their protests in early 2017. And this was the women wearing the pussy hats and marching and stuff, which I, you know, I fully supported. And I was, uh, you know, I was in, in my, I remember, and it happened very close after the election. It was in late 2016, early 2017. I remember at Christmas, my uncle, who's always been a fairly hardcore Republican said, well, gee, I, I just don't remember all of those, Repu- those Republican protests when Obama won. And I was like, well, it was called the Tea Party. <laughs> you, you, you might remember it. It happened for in- <laughs> It's kind of it's kind of a thing that went on. They had costumes. There was there was stuff that was going on all over the place. You, you know what you should do, and you can find it in three seconds. You call up that that picture, that 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 meme that somebody put of watermelons on the front lawn of the White House. Remember that I, one? I do. How many times have you seen that one? Of but course. I, and I, I know it doesn't count as much as protests in the street. I get that. <laughs> But, um, but, but what about that giant Trump baby diaper thing? What about that? You know, it's always like a fair and balanced. Oh, there's an equivalent. It's yeah. completely the same. So, you know, you don't. Here's the other thing I would just like to say about this, because, uh, you know, you, you, you're not really into the you know, you don't really do the Christmas thing. I'm just going to say when it comes to these arguments, you never really win them. So don't just don't don't engage in this shit. I mean, you can get a you can get a nice zing in here. You can get a one liner, but it's time to you got to kind of stick and move when it comes to that stuff because you don't win these arguments. Well, wait, but 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 here, here's the problem. I mean, we're now past one year from the previous election. We're coming up on one year of Joe Biden uh, being the uh, illegitimate president. <clears throat> uh, we'll pass one year since January sixth, and Trump is still ruining holidays. Mm-hmm. He's still ruining holidays. I just yeah. have to tell you that, that one of the things that drives me absolutely bonkers, and it still persists to this day, is that you will hear some right-wing dipshits say that there was a period in history where they were not allowed to say Merry Christmas. That's a thing that they still they, they still believe and that Trump restored that to America. Now, I don't know if Joe Biden has stripped that again and has started beating and imprisoning people for well, saying Merry Christmas. When was the last time you heard Merry Christmas, Britt? The answer is during Trump's administration. <laughs> and, and, uh, I haven't heard it all year. I, I, I'll tell you what, I think you're wrong. On this. <laughs> <laughs> I, there are people that will tell you this and they'll say it with a fucking straight face. And, and all of this originated from like one story in a Target somewhere in bumfuck South Dakota where they were like, please just well, don't wait, say that. There, there's just, really a more there's a more important example. Yes, than that because we, we know that's just that's just total bullshit. Right. Um, and this is the culmination of what we know to be the if you repeat a lie long enough and with enough vigor and with enough uh, false reassurance that you're speaking the truth, that it will start to stick. Yeah. And uh, this hasn't just stuck among uh, right wingers, Trumpers, you know, people who are in the tank for him. But it's moved over into more mainstream press coverage. And I'm talking about the big ones, the ones you think would know better that they don't qualify this phrase every time it's uttered or or written with quotes around it, air quotes. And the phrase is the Russian hoax. Okay, yeah. there was no Russian hoax. Right. It was not a hoax. It happened. 
they did conspire and plot and scheme with Russians in 2016. And it continues to this very day. And by Trump and the rest of them continuing to say the Russian hoax, right? And then they say, well, well, Robert Mueller didn't do anything. Robert Mueller didn't say it was a hoax. No, he didn't. He didn't say it was a fucking hoax. He, but it doesn't matter. And, and that is in the water. And that's really an example of bad shit. Well, this bad is shit. I mean, this is an important discussion because what you're talking about is a, a, a successful conflation by the Trump, the Trump people, Fox News and the rest of the right wing media to conflate the Russian problems with the Steele dossier. That is what they've been able to do. Oh, that is what. Part of it. Oh, no doubt about it. That, no that, doubt that, about that they've been able to. Every time somebody said, "Well, you changed the actual platform of the Republican Party at the convention so that the Russians would not be punished." Oh, you're into that steel dossier shit. No, I didn't say word one about a steel dossier. Any, any, and they will conflate that shit with you all day long. I, I, I think you're getting too intellectual there. I, I think you can uh, sum up the dismissal of everything having to do with the Steele dossier with, well, since there's no video of Donald Trump watching two prostitutes pee on each other in Moscow, right. everything in there it's has all fake. no basis and is wrong. Right? It's all fake, right? Right, right. And, and it's just part of an unfair attack on the uh, wonderful character of, of Donald Trump. So, but if you go back and you go clearly through Donald Trump's progression, his cozying up to the Russians, the possible money laundering going back more than 30 years, uh, the breaks that he gave to the Russians when he was actually in office, all of, all of those things, those are all, I mean, that's not even controversial stuff. That fucking happened. So, but then they'll go, oh, there you go with that steel dossier. No, 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 I didn't say anything. I, I was talking about him telling the Ruskies we're going to bomb Syria before we can bomb Syria and the Syrians can get their shit out of the way. That's one of the reasons. That's just one example of what I'm talking well, about with Russia. He, he gave them sweetheart deals on everything. He punished them for nothing. And now that we're seeing this, this is mind blowing. Now that we're seeing some, the Russians trying to, you know, flex their, their guns when it comes to Ukraine. Now we're seeing the hardcore chicken hawk Republicans come out now, right? They're they're talking tough about bombing the shit out of Russia and stuff. That that that's that's actually well, happening. Well, I haven't I haven't heard any Republicans calling for war like that, but but they are reveling, they are reveling in the position that Joe Biden is in, and they are reveling at what they perceive to be his weakness as it relates to Putin, that Putin has the advantage over him. Look look how terrible he looked on that, that phone call on Zoom on Tuesday. Putin owned him. And Republicans, they are cheering for Putin. Yeah. They're back to, remember Trump threw out, I can't remember when it was, maybe during the campaign, what a strong leader Putin was. <laughs> I remember this. What, 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 a, what an admiring guy. And then he would fake qualify it with anyone when he's a dictator. But he's a great guy. He gets stuff done. He, Remember that? Well, mm -hmm. fast forward now to today and Republicans and Fox and the usual suspects, they are reveling in whatever position the United States is in right now vis-a-vis -vis, uh, Putin and Ukraine and negotiations back and forth. If there should be any negotiations, I don't see what there is to negotiate. It's 
Don't even fucking think about yeah. parking your tanks over there, right? They here's just a, put a here, sign. Here's our negotiation. Say, Stay the right. fuck away from Ukraine. That's the negotiation. Right. And and uh um but but the Republican Party is now really the Russian party. And I have an idea here. I think you should put up billboards right now. Right now, split the billboard 50-50. Here's your Republican ticket for 2024. Trump and Putin. Oh, Putin can be his vice president. And I he can't run. He wasn't born here. Shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> we're, we're, we're having fun here with this. We're, but but I would I would do that. I would absolutely tie uh, Trump and by definition Trumpism and by definition extension Republicanism to Putin. And let's see if that flies with voters. And that's not going to be issue number one. It never is. It's always the economy, stupid, and, and the gas price. I know I know that. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think you want to be running for, for president as the uh, pro-Russian guy. But maybe it doesn't matter to these people. They don't care. They would rather have Putin own Joe Biden, who, by the way, is the president of the United States and therefore is kind of, for this sake of the argument, the United States. They would rather have that happen than for there to be a positive outcome and for uh, Putin to back down or, or do the right thing or realize that if he really did start a shooting war with Ukraine, that uh, it really would draw uh, all of Western Europe, all of NATO and us into some kind of armed conflict. And Putin doesn't want that. He can't afford that. His economy is totally in the shitter. And the uh, the wild card, which isn't so wild, is and you may have heard of this. It's the coronavirus. The hmm. fucking Russians are dying like flies over there. Because I think the number is they only have about 30% of their population vaccinated, and the vaccine is probably vodka based. Okay. So they're not even using real shit. And, and, you know, we finally found, we finally found the one thing on the planet that Vladimir Putin can't put in prison, can't poison, can't intimidate, uh, it can't push off a building and have it die so that it goes away and can't have the media pretend it doesn't exist because people know when their relatives and friends and co-workers are dying of a disease. They know about it in Russia. You can't cover it up. So Biden knew this. We know this. Uh, I don't know whether Republicans acknowledge this, but Putin is not in a position to do with Ukraine what he did uh, a few years ago with Crimea, um, mm-hmm. which is March. And by the way, Ukrainians are much more substantial uh, uh, people than little Crimea there. And um, I don't know all the ethnicities involved, but uh, again, I don't think that Putin is going to play this game, which he played the last time he invaded and took over a, a part of uh, that that area that, that really wasn't his Crimea where he, well, you know, the people in the people in Ukraine love me. They all speak Russian. They remember that shit. Where they're all ethnic Russians anyway. What they're are, begging for me to come over. They want me to come They over. want me. Absolutely. They're, they're dying for me to come in there. I don't <laughs> think that one's flying either. That does not work. 
This was uh, uh, this was on the Neil Cavuto show yesterday. This is Roger Wicker, the Republican senator oh, from Mississippi. God Almighty. Can you get someone with an IQ above tell twelve? Stop. Well, first Stop. of all, he's a Republican senator, so you're asking for a lot. He floats the idea of troops on the ground and a nuclear strike against Russia. Uh, he wasn't the only one. There was someone else that did. By the way, if you I, I ask, the, if you go ahead, I love the quote. I, I would not rule that out. Who the oh. fuck asked you? Who 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 allowed you to rule it in? Who asked you? <laughs> I would not rule it out. Oh, so now senators are uh, in charge of our nuclear arsenal. Whoa! Who knew? Who knew? Now, if you, I know, and Roger Wicker is a minor player, but if you ask somebody who's a little more powerful, like a Lindsey Graham, what do you think Lindsey Graham would say about this, Brad? I'm not. I don't know whether he would say the same thing. As much I, as Lindsey Graham is, is, is I, I, Lindsey Graham is not a, a specific warmonger, as far as I know. He's and, pretty. And, uh, he's pretty hawky. He gets pretty hawky about some shit. I don't know if he'd say we're going to blow the shit out of him. You know, but I think there, he, there are a lot. There are a lot of hawks that don't want to go to war with Russia, Britt. They don't. I, all I don't. I don't know if he'd immediately say we need to blow the shit out of him, but I think he would talk pretty tough about some obvious military action against those guys. Hopefully, he'll be asked soon. And we will be able to get rid of the hypotheticals. But I feel like somebody fairly powerful. Now, other people like, you know, Mitch McConnell, who has a tremendous grip on the Republican Party, he would not be in favor of that. I'll, I'll grant you that. Uh, Tucker Carlson went on uh, his own network saying that the people who went on Fox News and talked tough on Russia were stupid and idiotic and should die. So that was well, the Tucker Carlson right. at 9 o'clock show. I agree with Tucker Carlson. Sorry. Sure. But well, let's I stop. agree with him on that one. Yep. Well, the the stop clock is right twice a day. That's that's exactly yep. correct. Yep. 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 So that's part um, of there's part of what's going on. Uh, I believe yeah. that we've had some matriculation in the Mark Meadows situation. Fuck this guy. This As I'm I'm a hundred percent on board with that statement. The January sixth committee now says it will move to hold former Trump chief of staff Mark Meadows, who did the hokey pokey for a minute, and now decided he's putting his left foot out. He will not be cooperating with the January 6th committee. So now, hopefully, he will go to jail for contempt of Congress, Brad. Well, yeah, it wasn't his choice to make. Exactly. See, th this is where the disconnect is right now. A year later, after what happened on January 6th, it's almost a year later now, um, that these people, and they are all now private citizens, they are no more able to marshal the power of government or the uh, shields that it provides to members of the government to do terrible things than you or I have. Mm -hmm. But they're acting like Donald Trump, the president in exile, still has the same ability to lord something over them. This question that you 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 push forward whenever you talk about these kinds of stories not you but but all of us mm -hmm. and this is another case where what the fuck do these people think Donald Trump has on them i mean we can make all the mafia references and the the, the don and the with one look you know they would be swimming with the fishes and things of that sort all we want okay we can do that and 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 we know that the trump gave orders without explicitly saying do this or do that and everybody knew what he wanted to do and they did it for him okay while he was president he was a, a piece of shit mafia don the same way he ran his company and the same way he covered up sexual abuse and rape and all this kind of shit that he was probably involved in and 
and, and, and all the business dealings that he's a complete crook and thug and liar and cheater who should be in prison longer than Bernie Madoff. All that's true. But now he's not the president. He has no power. He has no power. And please do not tell me that Mark Meadows is now cowering in fear and reversing himself if he ever was really going to cooperate with the committee because Donald Trump is offended at things that were written in his book. And so Mark Meadows doesn't want to offend Donald Trump because he inadvertently and accidentally and on purpose may have told the truth about things that happened with the coronavirus in January 6th about Donald Trump in a book. Things that he wrote in a book, and he doesn't believe he can say them in public, as if writing a book is not saying things in public, because what, does Donald Trump have those uh, new drones, the ones that are bombs, that when you walk out of the Capitol after you've testified, you will immediately be eviscerated? Is well, What are they afraid of from this guy? Mark Meadows is not running for office again. No. He's washed up. He's right. done. He'll never do shit again. Does he need money? What? Is he is does he someone who needs money? What well what what where's the money coming from? Does, does, does this help him make more money? No. This is the other this is the other thing that they somehow feel like they somehow if they attach themselves to the Trump organization, it's a pipeline for cash into their in their pockets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Name me three people that have ever attached themselves oh, to okay. the Jared, years. Jared Kushner, Donald Trump Jr., and Ivanka Trump. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody that's not part of the family gets paid, you dumb fucks. If you haven't figured this out yet, holy right. shit. If your name isn't Trump or if you didn't marry a Trump, you don't right. have the money. You don't get the yeah, money, but, you dumbasses. Yeah, yeah if, if I was Devin Nunez, the first thing I would do is uh, demand that my salary be paid in advance before I start to, to to work at whatever non-existent, never going to exist entity that is going to uh, make Twitter cower and beg for forgiveness forever isn't banning. That the, isn't that guaranteed so money? Isn't, isn't that guaranteed money in NFL terminology? Isn't that what they call yeah, that? It's guaranteed a, yeah, money, it's like a signing bonus. I want a signing bonus. <laughs> the money now, Don. Come we'll on. give it to you in Bitcoin. We're mining for it right now. Right. We don't have it exactly on hand, but we're going to get some Bitcoin to you immediately. Right. Right. Um, right. Right. We haven't talked specifically about this thing in Georgia where Stacey Abrams is running uh, to be the next governor of Georgia. And then Brian Kemp, the guy who's going to be running, <laughs> is hated by Donald Trump. So he's going to support David Perdue. Uh, he's a, that that's the endorsement there. And it looks like he's going to try to get involved. He's going to decide this Senate race. I'm reading from the mother Jones article because they, they did this respond uh, an initial survey of 500 Georgians found that 41% would vote for Brian Kemp. 22% favored David Perdue. But then the respondents were then advised that Trump had endorsed Perdue. And that put the uh, endorsement that put the knowledge of that, put them at 34% apiece. that tied it. Once they found out that, that that Purdue was Trump's guy, he is on even keel right. with this guy. Let's, well, actually, this is the best news ever. This right. is the best news ever that that Trump is uh, apparently, I could be wrong about this, is a guy who doesn't seem to learn from his mistakes. Okay? <laughs> because if you like what he did in 2020, to help get John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock elected, then 
you're going to love what he's doing right now because this is kind of pre this is salting the earth ahead right. of even the primary pre salting to, to, because uh, first of all Donald Trump has never said oh by the way elections in Georgia are free and fair and you can believe the result he he told people to stay home the last time and they listened to him so First of all, he's going to have to renounce that. Second of all, he's going to have to come clean on all the things that he did after the election with the uh, Secretary of State Raffensperger, who he's also trying to get kicked out, right? They're trying to dump him because he did the right thing. Even, so well, there but, so even, but, Raffens, but Raffensperger post-election has been carrying the Donald Trump Kool-Aid. He's been trying to gerrymander, make it more difficult to vote, do all of the things yeah, that but, Donald Trump wants. Yeah, but, but that, Brit, that's not enough. That means that's, nothing. That's not, not going to work. That matters. The only thing that matters is that he couldn't find 11,870 votes for him <laughs> on the phone call. So everything else, you are correct. He is a Republican. That's right. what they do. But he was, had some integrity when it most mattered for the country. It's like Liz Cheney. You can't pick and choose. When somebody does the right thing, you say, all right, good thing. Glad you did it. But this, this has to blow up. Republican prospects, no matter which one of those two, uh, uh, David Perdue, he ought to go back to that chicken business that his family is in, right? He's part of the empire, isn't he? He's the guy, yeah. Takes, takes a tough man to make a tender chicken, isn't he? Yeah, that guy? That's exactly right. That's a good that's job right. on it. That's right. And his sister used to be the governor of North Carolina, right? Beverly that's Perdue. Right. Yeah. Right? Well, she was terrible. We we hated her so much. So so bad. Right, right. Um, so he 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 he's splitting up the party. He's pissing them off against each other. And uh, if, if if I was Stacey Abrams, and I am not, I think this is great news for her. This is great news for her. And uh, remember, the only reason she lost the last time to Brian Kemp in 2018 is because he was then the Secretary of State Correct. and got uh, at least 50,000 people knocked off the rolls for, for spurious reasons at best. So he was a specialist in voter suppression, and now he's only the governor who's trying to hang on for dear life. And the secretary of state is is not that guy anymore. He's not Kemp. Raffensperger, yes, I, I get it, but he doesn't have – he's not going to do the things that Kemp was doing the last time. So I think this is just great, great news. Get in there, Donald. Fly in there. Fly into that big Atlanta airport. You know, take that that little subway thing that goes beneath the the uh, terminals and and have little things down there. Just do everything. Go everywhere, right? Why don't you go to the Jimmy Carter Library, okay, and make fun of Jimmy Carter and say that mm. Joe Biden is Jimmy Carter? Do do really hilarious, clever shit like that. Oh, Get in I, there. You do. I it, don't buddy. see. I don't see him coming too close to Atlanta. If he flies into Atlanta, he'll get the fuck out as soon as possible. Uh, I think there's too many non-white people in Atlanta for, for Donald Trump to feel terribly careful. I think he's more of a cedar town guy. He's going to be one of those. Two. I know. Yeah. He goes to the, you know, the, like that, that, uh, that district up in the North, uh, <laughs> Western part of Georgia, the Marjorie Taylor green. That's it. Yeah. Cedar town. Uh, the, you know, that, that, that whole, that whole area. Yeah. I'm, no, you're right. Of course. <laughs> he uh, can't, I can't, I can't do Atlanta. That's just a little too ethnic for me. I won't be able to, to be, feel very safe there. Right, right. Not 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 his kind of place. However, if you tell him, if you tell him that the fried chicken in Atlanta oh, yeah. is world class and it's it not is. all from the colonel, 
That's right. That there, are, I'm sure there are some legendary places in Atlanta. Unreal. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That, that you know that you might be able to draw him in to uh, to the town that's uh, that's too busy to hate. Right. <laughs> Remember that? That was their slogan. That was. Their slogan. But Donald Trump is the man who's never too busy to hate. Right. Right. Oh man, we just. Oh fuck, we just gave him a slogan. <laughs> 